Hello everybody, it's Daniel here and this is our next Emotional English Podcast episode where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy and of course, positively. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Today we have another great topic for our discussion. Today is the new kind of updated version of my podcast episode. So today we will learn and we will concentrate on a specific vocabulary. And I want to announce, let's say once a month, we will discuss some specific vocab related to different areas of life. Uh, and uh, some people who work in the hotel businesses, right, they are in need of a specific vocab, right? Because when you, when you work in the restaurant or when you work in the hotel, you see some specific words which are used to describe some procedures or some processes, right? So that's what we're gonna do here with our podcast episode. Today we speak about hospitality. Hospitality, it's the area of business where people work with people, they're welcoming people, they're feeding people, they are providing them good service and uh, rooms, room service, everything related to food, hospitality, hotel business, and restaurants, okay? And today we'll have five new words uh, related to this topic. Um, I will announce the word, then I will give you the definition of this word, uh, and uh, we will discuss or we will talk about this word uh, from different perspectives, from different sides. I'm using the special document uh, for vocabulary, uh, it's the vocabulary for careers in hospitality from a university. And let me check what university name, I think. Uh, give me one second, please, guys. So what's the, this is this from specific university, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, where is that? Yes. So this is the Iowa State University. If I'm not mistaken, this is the Iowa State University document from USA. And uh, so this kind of document covering four areas, it's food and beverage, hotel and tourism, convention centers, events, and travel terms, okay? So today we'll discuss uh, food and beverage area, but still it's a hospitality, hospitality zone, uh, career related to hospitality. And uh, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. So the word number one, which is pretty interesting one, uh, is about uh, accompaniment, right? What is accompaniment? Some people think that accompaniment, it's something about uh, music, right? And it's true. Yes, it's about music. Accompaniment, you can hear the accompaniment uh, in music. Uh, but the problem is this word is not only used in the music industry. So it can be used in the hospitality food and beverage vocabulary as a side dish or a main dish, right? Uh, I mean, side dish to a main dish, right? So when you, for example, ordered uh, meat, let's say beef steak, right? You have something on the side, right? And what is on the side? It's your accompaniment, right? So for example, if you have a salad on the side, this is your accompaniment to your steak, to your beefsteak. You need some veggies. It's an accompaniment um, to your main dish, right? To your beefsteak. 
So if you have another garnish, garnish, it's uh, the same as accompaniment. It's like rice or buckwheat or uh, I don't know. What do you like as your garnish, uh, as your side dish? So this is your accompaniment. You got that? So what is accompaniment? Is it related to music? Yes, sometimes. But mostly accompaniment inside of the hospitality or food and beverage area. This is relates to, this word relates to side dishes, right? Something on the side, right? For example, you can put your salad uh, at the same plate or you can put it on the side. It's still the accompaniment, but it's on the side on the separated plate, for example, right? Some people, they don't like to mix their food, right? So they ask something on the side. For example, you can order a burger and then you can ask the, uh, let's say, tomatoes, not inside of your burger, but you can put them on the side, right? And you can say, please make my tomatoes on the side, right? So I don't want them in the burger, make it on the side. So it will, it will be like an accompaniment, okay? So it will be like something on the side, something which goes with the main dish on the side. Accompaniment, right? Just repeat with me three times. Accompaniment, 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 right? So, and you can say, what a beautiful accompaniment. Today I have a chicken with rice. What a beautiful accompaniment to my chicken. The rice, mmm, yummy. So the second word is about acid. What is acid? Maybe you know what is acid. You can comment, why not? So what is acid? What's popping up in your mind when you hear the word acid? Yeah, it could be something related to cleaning, right? So acids helps you to clean something, right? But sometimes, as it relates to our food and beverage area, and it, it's about uh, food which contained, uh, you know, acid contained in uh, different types of fruit. Uh, it's like citrus, right? Like lemon, um, what else? Uh, it could be, it could be lemon or orange or grapefruit, right? Pomelo, right? So these are all citruses, right? They contained, uh, acid contained in these, okay? So uh, next, where you can find acid? In vinegar, you know? What is vinegar? Vinegar, it's a specific, um, like a, like not a sauce, but what, how do they call it? Like dressing, you know, dressing for your salad. So you put oil dressing or just vinegar. It has this, a sour flavor, you know, because of these acids, right? Acids makes your food sour, okay? That makes this taste, right? Sourness, right? This is the sour taste. So an acids makes your food sour, right? Let's see what this official document says to us. So acid is, uh, acid contained in foods such as citrus or citrus, of vinegar and wine that have a sour taste when used in cooking. In effect, the pigment of certain vegetables and fruits. 
acids have a pH pH less than seven. Okay, so you see, it's more you know more enhanced version of description of this word. But for you, uh, I'm asking just I'm recommending you to simplify all the phrases you see because this is more kind of scientific, right? So acid makes your food sour, right? That's the very simple description. So if your food is uh, has a sour taste, probably there is an acid there, right? That's why it's kind of soury, right? So oh, lemons have a lot of acids. That's why uh, you know a lemon helps you to clean things, right? So when you cover uh, the mold with an acid, probably the acid will destroy the mold, and you can clean the mold very easily with this type of acid. Or you can drink a beautiful tea. And this acid will help you to rinse your inside organs. Let's say if you have some bad time with uh, alcohol. So acid helps you to rinse and clean inside right, of your body. So that's very helpful. Uh, next, uh, you know the word bones, right? Uh, you know, and uh, we can find a lot of bones inside of your main dishes, right? Uh, and uh, we have the bone uh, on uh, the beefsteak because some uh, beefsteaks are boneless, but some people asking meat on the bone, right? Let's say pork, there is a specific type of pork. I don't remember the specific name of this uh, in English, but it's the meat on the bone, right? And for this specific reason, you need a boning knife boning knife. It's another uh, vocabulary part for us. So boning knife, it's a specific knife which you're using to uh, remove the bone from your meat, right? Uh, most of the time it's a six inch knife, right? It's not very big. Uh, it's a six inch knife and you use this knife to separate raw meat from the bone. Yeah, and uh, it's very important here that it described that this boning knife used specifically to separate raw meat, not the cooked meat, but raw meat from the bone. So you want to separate the bone and the meat with the boning knife, okay? So probably you are the uh, chef or you are the cook on the kitchen, in the kitchen, and then you're separating your bone, uh, right? You're separating your meat from the bone with a boning knife. That's the case. Next vocabulary is alkaline or alkali. Alkali, I guess. Alkali, yes, that's more correct. So alkaline, it's an adjective. Alkali, it's a noun. Actually, when you describe something as alkaline, uh, you describe the opposite uh, side of uh, an acid. So if uh, an acid is uh, kind of um, how much how many pH, uh, pH there like less than seven so alkalines they have a greater number right? they have like more than they greater than seven uh, alkalines uh, alkaline food uh, it's uh, the food with the uh, pH uh, greater than seven right and uh, most of the time um, baking soda right? helps it's the alkaline food so it's helps you to uh, 
makes food kinda uh it's um okay let me rephrase it a little bit <laughs> i'm a little bit confused here so alkaline it's about you know some food they uh, they change the color right they change the color in the reason of an acid so uh, just the acid popping up and in the reason of this acid food changes the color if you don't want uh, the food to change their color so you just use uh, some uh, alkali uh, and then uh, the food uh, kind of getting the the point of alkaline right so uh, for example let's uh, see some examples here so uh, classically you can imagine the ocean water and uh, the ocean water is alkaline you describe the ocean water uh, with the word alkaline so you can describe something uh, with this word uh, as an adjective right so you say oh uh, soda uh, is uh, alkaline right so it it, it it's kind of uh, better in pH levels and uh, I don't know if your uh, pH uh, is uh, worse you can make your uh, food more alkaline and uh, your stomach will work probably better in this case so for example if I have a problem with my stomach I'm uh, having a specific medicine and this medicine contains alkaline or alkalize as nouns okay um, hope it makes sense, right? Um, you just need to see the picture that uh, alkalines, uh, alkalize, they help your body uh, to function better, right? And it helps food uh, to keep the specific look, right? To preserve uh, food from changing the color or to see this, uh, you know, pigments, right? When the food looks not very beautiful, because of the acid and to protect that so they use uh, alkalis uh, and make the food alkaline okay hope you got what i'm trying to say another example for you some plants will not grow in very alkaline soils right so some soils are very alkaline uh, alkaline it contains a lot of alkali right alkali so that's why the, some plants will not grow, right? You need less alkaline soil to grow some food. All right. Hope you got that. Next is uh, the braise. Braise. Uh, you can braise some food, right? For example, let's start from an example and then we will discuss clearly. Uh, so, for example, uh, you can have this. Today, I braised the beef and vegetables the day before. Oh, sorry. No day before. Today, I braised the beef and vegetables, right? Uh, so, you can braise the beef and vegetables. Braise, it's the process of cooking. When you imagining something, uh, you can grill something, fry something lightly, just a little bit, right? And then you can braise your food. It's like the combination of little frying first, and then you stew it very slowly, you know, slow cooking. So you can stew, it's called stewing, 
Uh, you stew it. You cooking it slowly. But first, you frying it a little bit. This whole process called braising, right? Uh, let's see what this book is telling us. So braising, it's the cooking method in which food is browned, then covered and simmered with a small amount of liquid until food is tender. Again, we see some new words here, right? Uh, cooking method in which food is browned. What does it mean browned? It means lightly frying, right? Lightly fried. So you're not making it fully cooked, right? You're just browning it. You're making this little crust on the top, but you're not taking care of what is uh, inside cooking process, right? You're not fully cooking it. You're just slightly cooking it with frying on the fry pan. And then you're adding some amount of water, let's say a small amount of liquid. Some people add wine, some people add water. I like to use water. And then the food is tendering, right? Until the food is tendered enough to be served. Okay? That's the idea. For example, braised celery, right? You can braise your celery. You slightly frying it. And then you're cooking it in the little amount of water inside. So you're slowly cooking your celery. You can braise your broccoli. You can braise your uh, meat, right? You can braise your chicken. So you can braise the lamb in wine, right? So all things are working fine. And I want to connect this word with the last word we have. It's the braising pan. So braising pan, it's a specific pan which you use for braising. What is the difference between just a normal pan and braising pan? First of all, you need high sides, right? So this pan uh, should have high sides. Without these high sides, you cannot uh, put enough liquids there, right? Because it's going to be a catastrophe. So when you braising, you must have high-sided pan. And uh, this pan has a flat bottom, right? Flat bottom. And um, that's what it looked like, right? That's how it looked like. So you use the braising pan to braise your food. Firstly, a little bit frying it, you know, and then you're just adding some water and stewing it and uh, slowly cooking it until it's tender enough. Okay. Another word you can ask, Daniela, what is brown, right? What is brown meat? Uh, like I said before, browning, uh, when you're browning something, you are slightly frying it. But this word has multiple meanings. Uh, you can brown, you can call meat brown uh, when you compare uh, white meat and brown meat, right? For example, chicken has brown meat and uh, it's like dark meat of chicken and white meat, right? Uh, some burgers can be made by uh, brown meat, which is less quality, right? You have like chicken legs contains not the white meat, but brown meat. And uh, chicken breasts contain white meat, okay? You can define now. It's more advanced. So when you discuss uh, chicken filet, it is brown or white? Of course, it is white, right? It's more... Um, 
let's say high quality meat, right? Contains more proteins, I guess. So this is more quality, uh, quality meat and it has different tastes, right? I prefer uh, or preferred, uh, let's say uh, more, um, more uh, white meat, right? Because I don't like when it's brown because it has weird taste and um, it contains other components of a chicken, right? Which you probably won't like. But white meat's always stable and you eat your chicken filet or you eat your uh, chicken breast without any troubles, right? Another meaning of brown meat is when meat changing the color while it's sitting in the fridge, right? When the meat is brown, let's say beef, right, is getting brown, you should get rid of it. You should put it to the trash bin because it's spoiling very fast. So when something is changing the color by the oxygen, let's say chicken is going brown or beef is going brown. It was red, but then it's getting brown. So it's because oxygen, uh, you know, oxygen um, influence the meat, right? So oxygen uh, controls and interact uh, with meat and makes it brown. So not good for food. It makes uh, food spoiled. So you don't want that. You want to throw, throw it to the garbage. So finally, to conclude this topic, if you want to braise something, you need to cook your food slightly by frying and then you're stewing it. And uh, if you want to double check what does it mean is browning, so you can fry food slightly, it's the same as browning, right? Or if the food is brown, it's probably the definition of the meat, right? The, the meat can be brown or white. And this is the de for uh, definition of different type of meat, right? Meat definition. And then you can brown, uh, you can see the brown meat in a bad way in the fridge when the meat is getting spoiled. So probably it's changing the color. So in the reason of the oxygen, the meat is changing the color. All right. So that was the last uh, part, which I wanted to tell you for today. I don't want to overwhelm you with many vocab parts. We'll go slightly, step by step, five words, um, you know, a month or something like this with combination of uh, other topics, of course, with mini stories and other things. But uh, remember, the idea is not to memorize hundreds of words. The idea is to go very deep into the language and you should understand the word step by step deeper, not wider with amounts of words, but deeper, right? And that's the idea of my today's uh, podcast episode. I would ask you the question, try to describe me or give me a couple examples, right? So when somebody asks you uh, a, a boning knife, right? Uh, boning knife. What is that? What is boning knife? Right. And you would say, Danilo, oh, that's very simple. Boning knife, it's a specific knife which you use to uh, separate the raw meat from the bone, right? Most of the time, cooks, right? Cooks, they use, they use a uh, boning knife to separate the raw meat from the bone, right? Uh, next, when I say to you, please, I need something to get rid of the acid. What can you recommend me? 
uh, and you can say, oh, to get rid of the acid, you can use alkalize, alkalize, right? Alkalize help you to get rid of the acid. So if you have an over acids, uh, over acid body, so you should drink soda, baked soda, right? You just steer it in water and then drink it because your body is uh, over acids, uh, acid and uh, you need uh, to put some alkalize inside uh, to make your pH level up, right? Greater than seven. So um, what else? Uh, is uh, interesting. So some things which are alkaline, they probably contains more alkalis inside. Uh, so less acids. So because alkalis, uh, they kind of destroy uh, and uh, remove uh, acid uh, influence, right? So that's what it is. Next is uh, the um, question about accompaniment. Uh, if I ask you Please, uh, can you, can I order uh, a chicken fillet? Uh, let's say braised uh, chicken fillet uh, and uh, I want a rice on the side. So what is rice in this situation according to our uh, last vocabulary learning process? So what is rice? I'm asking you to put the rice on the side. What is rice for myself? This is the accompaniment. This is the accompaniment. Rice is my accompaniment. Accompaniment. So I'm asking you, uh, the rice on the side, it's my garnish, right? So I have the main dish as chicken filet, braised, and I have an accompaniment, the rice, right? But what is braised chicken? So braised. Ah, you remember, right? It's first you slightly uh, slightly frying it on the fry pan, and then you're just stewing it. You're slowly cooking it until it's tender enough for serving, okay? This is a braised cooking method, okay? And uh, what is the difference between a fry pan and braising pan? Ah, okay. Probably braising pan has high-sided right? It's, it's more high-sided pan, right? It's more high-sided. The sides of the pan are higher than just the frying pan. If you're making uh, a crepas, right? Crepas is like pancakes, but uh, in Russia, right? You cooking crepas and um, you need high-sided pan or low-sided pan. Yes, low-sided better because it's easier to flip your crepa, right? With uh, a low-sided pen. All right, that's all for today, guys. That's uh, a little revision in the end. So we learned today what is accompaniment, what is acid, what is boning knife, what is uh, alkaline food, what is alkalize, what is braise as a method of cooking, and what is braising pen is, right? And it was the discussion about food and beverage vocab related to hospitality business. We'll go step by step and we'll learn different areas of life with different vocab parts. And I hope it was very valuable. Remember that English is not about quality, uh, quantity. It's all about quality, right? So remember that it's better to learn English deeper, not wider, okay? 
course, you know, when you study English for a long time, you're getting deeper and wider altogether. It's all up to your time. But don't be in a rush with your language learning. Go step by step. Learn another uh, English word with joy and happiness without rush, right? Without a hectic lifestyle. So it's better to be very um, concentrated and going deep instead of wide, all right? Thank you all, guys. I hug you all. Hope you love today's podcast episode. If you want to support our uh, podcast episodes, you can easily donate money uh, to my mobile phone number. It's plus seven, nine, oh, three, two, oh, seven, 2234. Plus seven, nine, oh, three, two, oh, seven. Is it? Okay. Nine, oh, three, two, oh, seven, 2234. Yes. Uh, and you can donate to any bank. If you like, it's not necessary if you just want to share a little piece of your budget so you can do it and support our podcast episode. So let's stay in touch and have an amazing time with your English learning process. Uh, I've received so many applications for uh, a, a, a club, right? For an English club. But guys, I'm so sorry, but this month we cannot make it. I'm so sorry for the for these guys or for these people who uh, applied and who didn't have a chance to be a part of the uh, group. Um, I will announce another event in Moscow very soon. So I'm going to Moscow in November and probably we'll have a little uh, communication club there uh, just to discuss some topics and uh, just to meet and discuss things in English uh, to meet and uh, to have this alumni going on, right? Uh, so hope it will be fun. Let's stay in touch and have an amazing experience with your English. Don't forget to study English effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy, and of course, positively. Let's stay in touch and see you very soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>